Today's episode on the Ringer Podcast Network is brought to you by ZipRecruiter, our 2018 presenting sponsor. Talent matters, whether you're on the court, in the courtroom, or even in a podcast studio. Nobody knows that better than ZipRecruiter. They develop powerful matching technology for hiring. You no longer have to wait for the right candidates to find you. ZipRecruiter finds them for you. It's the smartest way to hire. My listeners can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. Meanwhile, studies show that security systems deter burglars at a rate of 90%. To get the most out of that investment, I recommend Simply Safe Home Security's 24-7 award-winning protection for just $14.99 a month. No contracts or hidden fees. Start or cancel service when it works for you for a smart investment in the home security I trust. Go to simplysafebs.com. That's Simply Safe with two eyes. Simplysafebs.com. And finally, SeatGeek is the best app for buying and selling tickets for sporting events, concerts, and more. For $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase on any game or sporting event, I hope the Rams fans use this on Saturday for their farewell playoff game. All you have to do is use promo code BS, download the SeatGeek app, or go right to SeatGeek. Dot com. If you missed it, I put up a playoff gambling manifesto on Friday. Uh, I, I stand by everything I had in there. Unfortunately, it did not work in round one. We're going to talk about that and more with our old friend, Cousin Sal. But first, Pearl Jam. Cousin Sal is here. Whoa. I, I somehow won money this weekend, even though I went 0-4 on my column. Sunday. You loaded up Sunday. I loaded up. I pyramid schemed after mm-hmm. uh, getting killed on Saturday. I, I got to be honest. So I, I was 0-4. I would do every pick again. <laughs> I have no regrets. Well, the, I'll say this. I think the Rams minus six was a bad pick. Everything else, no matter what you had, you either got very lucky or very unlucky. Rams minus six was not going to win. They they uh, they came out flat. Their offense came out flat. This is weird. We're like we made money on week seventeen when the Rams sat everyone against the Niners. Yeah, maybe they shouldn't have sat everybody. At least the offense. That they need to my, be a little bit of sync. The same thing. Yeah, they're kind of like coming off a bye that way, and it's just it showed. They were down. Were they down thirteen nothing at one point? Can they I have a counter to this though? Sure, go ahead. They they stuffed them three and out twice in the beginning. Yeah, the kick returner basically fumbled twice in a row, and it mm-hmm. flipped the game. You know, and yeah, that's their fault. And there's a young team that's playoff inexperience, all that stuff. The Falcons didn't make any mistakes. But God damn, if the kick returner just all he has to do is two fair catches. And right. I just think it would have been like a 3 nothing at halftime. Goff was starting to gain confidence. Might have been closer. Brockers going out was big. I mean, he had a, his ear that was one, hanging off his head. Uh, right. Matt Ryan, like they almost thought, like maybe he doesn't come back. I didn't, had no uh, idea he. Was, I knew he was good. I didn't know yeah. he was that important to the Rams. Very solid pressure. Rams guy. got going in the second half. They they were still doing their weird red zone stuff, trying to keep the uh, Rams in the game. But yeah, I, didn't I, think, I, I think I'm disappointed. They, had, they only had like three. How many yards did they have total? I wrote it down somewhere. I, I thought three hundred sixty four and like. A lot of it, most of the game was garbage time for them. I wasn't impressed. I know they had a few drops and everything. but Their that, defense is good. Yeah. Their defense, I thought, did a nice job. Deion and Jones, Keanu Neal, those guys are all over the place. We don't give the Falcons defense enough credit. I, I believe in the Rams, and I think they just played a shit game at the worst possible time. Yeah. I, I still feel like that's a really talented team, and I was thinking afterwards about 
playoff experience? Did we underrate that? Should we have factored that in more? But there's been other examples of teams that had no sure. playoff experience do really well. Like the first Wilson Seahawks team, you could have made the same case for that team. And that team, yeah. I don't know. They they played really well in the in that 2012. The first so I think one? It, yeah, yeah, I think it sure. comes in... Sometimes it could just be a, too big a game, I guess. I don't know what it was, but that's why maybe the Rams offense should have played in Week 17. The funny, so we flat. were joking in the Slack. Al Michaels was really feisty during that game. Yeah. Uh, it's like really getting <laughs> mad, mad about the, the reviews. Stuff. Yeah. Kevin Clark's theory was that Al Michaels had dinner reservations at 9 o'clock <laughs> and was getting pissed at the day. He was like, I thought I'd be back in Brentwood at 9. This is bullshit. Don't review this. Al eats dinner at 4.30. We all know that. That's yeah. crazy. So, I mean, Gurley had 10 targets, I think. And, and caught for I know he had over 100 yards rushing, but 10 targets had 10 yards receiving. That was a big part. That had to work for their offense. He never got going. Yeah. Watkins the whole year mm. always seemed like he was ready to explode and just never did and was was just MIA in that game. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, dropped a really big – he didn't drop it. It went right through his hands. They right. threw a bomb when they had the ball where if he had just caught it for a touchdown, they would have been down seven with, what, two-plus minutes left? Yeah, it was a big play. Down seven, down. Why did the Falcons not go for two there? They were up 26-13. They scored yeah, to make was, it 25-13. That was up, weird. Yeah, then, then they kicked the extra point. That that didn't haunt them. But I've watched a lot of Falcons scratch. games this year, and I did not think they had that performance in them. So I'm happy to no. admit I was wrong on that one, but... I would still make that pick again. I think the Rams are really good. No, don't make it again. It's going to lose Wait. money again. Don't make <laughs> it, it again. Goff threw 45 times. You don't need that. Chiefs, Titans, I don't know what to say. They're up 18. Uh, Marietta throws a touchdown to himself. And anyone who has gambled for a long period of time just knows at that point they're going to cover. <laughs> yeah. It's like we should have bet them live. If you have the if you're betting on a football game and the quarterback throws a touchdown to himself Mm -hmm. and you have the other side, not a good sign. Pack it in. We should have live bet at that point. I know, I know. But I don't know. I mean, Lord knows we say this after every Andy Reid playoff game, but I don't know what the f they were doing in that game. And he's a top five coach. What they were doing. Let's remind everyone he's a top five coach who continues to blow these games late or continues. And he was. He was calling the plays. I think Tate pointed out, like he had the he had the giant menu up in front, the the oh yeah, the Barney's Beanery men, menu in front of him, and uh, that guy started calling plays. None of them were to Kareem Hunt, who had like five carries after the first quarter. I don't understand on third and two, like twice in crucial situations, they didn't they don't give to Kareem Hunt. I don't know what some of these teams are doing. And also, when they did give it to him, it wasn't the kind of runs that he's great at, right? And they weren't throwing them little quick screens. It was weird. They came out and they clearly had like their first fifteen plays scripted, yeah. and they were all great. Tyreek Hill was involved in all these ways. He dropped and a it, few. Everything worked. Yeah. And then Kelsey goes out, and it was like they completely fell apart. It was like, oh my god, Kelsey's out. What do we do? And they and they had no plan. That would be if I'm a Chiefs fan, losing that game the way they lost that game. Mm-hmm. The only one I can remember that was worse was that forty-five to forty-four Colts game when Charles oh, yeah. got the concussion and they just everybody in the team started getting hurt. It was such a bad uh, game plan by Tennessee. They didn't throw at Revis for like the whole first half, and then the second half they were like, 
Oh, it's Darrell Revis. He was washed up three years ago. Let's start going, Revis, put, running everything to his side. That guy is Heist Jr. If oh, my a, he God. Really, yeah, he should give all the... Forget about it. He definitely should not cash any of these chief checks. I think he signed them late November. Yeah. For him to jog on that third and 10, he, they, he could have got there. He could have pushed Henry out of bounds. That was atrocious. Atrocious play. I don't think there was a right or wrong pick with that game. No, that's what I mean. So it was, that, it that was, was a, a stupid that game. That was lucky or unlucky. But I would say this. I think we had two... Top five franchise gut punch losses in six ga- six days between the Ravens and the Chiefs, right? Like yeah. as far as Fran- like well, at least the Ravens won a Super Bowl though, right? Yeah, no, I'm just saying yeah. as far as those games, like to, for them to occur six days apart, like it's insane to lose in, in in that manner for both of them. You know, I had a my friend Connor was there, who's a Chiefs fan, oh. and he said when the Titans started coming back. He said there was a 2002 Fenway vibe at the, in the in the stadium. Like you could right? feel the sphincter just tighten, mm. and I think that's part of it. And I didn't even realize. I mean, we we know not to bet on Andy Reid ever, and somehow <laughs> because it was the first game, I ended up doing like a a flyer four team yeah. teaser on it just because how do you not have action on the first game? Right. But it's 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 just incredible. Like he's lost six straight home playoff games. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we'll ever see that again. Now that's really tough because you should six be six straight home playoff games. You should be a good, you know, two to one favorite in, in all of them. You're at least between minus three and a half and minus ten, right? For all of those, for the Patriots, I was in a weird position because I had money in the Chiefs and I had picked the Chiefs. I just had money in them to win. I did just, but uh, and I had picked them in the column. But at some point, you're watching that game going, "Wow, this is so much better for the Patriots if yeah. the Titans win this game." Of course. Of course. Because, I don't know. Derrick Henry gained steam as it went along, but I don't think that Chiefs defense is, is even mediocre. It is a mediocre. very strange thing how Derrick Henry pay, plays possum for half a game. and then just He does like, gain steam, flies. man. He is big. He's 6'3", 250. Yeah. He, miss, he was terrible for the first two and a half quarters of that game. Can't he was block. missing blocks. Yeah. Um, I thought he was good. he was hitting the line and just falling down and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and then all of a sudden he gains steam. Well, the one thing you don't have to worry about is nobody will ever in the Kraft, Belichick, Brady era throw a touchdown to himself against the Patriots. That that kind of stuff yeah, just never, never happen. ever happens. So, so if they don't get that, it's it's uh, they're just down fifty. Kick a field goal, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then Malarkey helped them out. He went for two really early. Right. Yeah, Trying that was weird. Up. All they needed was three points. I had Kareem Hunt touched the ball. I just talked about it. Touched the ball eleven times, mm-hmm. but it was the way the touches that he actually got. I didn't understand. It, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. How does it get so three quarters, five carries, three quarters, five carries, Weird. and you're and you really just need. I know Butker missed the field goal. You need three points to win that game in the second half. What did we say the Falcons were for Super Bowl odds? We uh, should have hashed that week, one out more. I was looking today. It's eleven and two for Falcons Patriots rematch because. It, I think it was at least seventeen to one or eighteen to one because before last week, I, yeah. it didn't even dawn on me that if they got by the Rams somehow, mm-hmm. all of a sudden they they're playing Nick Foles in round two, yeah, and then round three they go to Minnesota, which they could close the dome, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, right. Sure, that's good for them. If well, I'm was, Minnesota, I'm keeping the dome open. And if you were the Falcons, and I know some of these teams we're about to, I'm about to mention are better than the Falcons, but if you could have told them before the playoffs, hey. Your road is, uh, it's going to be Jared Goff, Nick Foles, and potentially Case Keenum. Those are the quarterbacks. Yeah, you're going to take those. And then uh, Blake Bortles in the Super Bowl. 
Yeah, all probably, Rams, probably right? Good. Those first three? Oh, yeah, maybe, yeah. So then uh, yesterday, we both we had the Jags and the Tees, which I had to sweat out. We more said than, enough of this. We're taking the favorites on the Tees. Yeah, that was my favorite bet the whole weekend was Jags Saints. I just felt like if I had to bet my life, that was the Tees. And I thought Jaguars minus nine. That was my favorite best bet of the weekend. And had I known that the Bills were only going to score three points, I would have put everything, every single thing I own. I wouldn't have had gas money to come out here. I was going to say, like, today. that's the right pick. Yeah. The home team gave up three points. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care what the line is. You should cover that. And somehow they didn't cover it. Well, they Blake had one Bortles, drive. Now, we go, we're all over Blake all the time uh, as being bad. But he, Blake he was a special kind of bad yesterday in the first quarter and part of the second quarter. He, he looked like he was just playing football for the first time in that first half. Like He wasn't sure if he was a lefty or righty. He had three of the worst passes, three of the worst 10 passes in the history of the NFL yeah, playoffs. On screens, and somehow too. none of them were picked off. Like five-yard passes. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. What's he doing? I, the Bills were in a goal-line defense. Like, if you're playing Madden yeah. and you're just in the goal-line defense, eventually you just get torched. Smart. And the Jacksonville just couldn't figure it out. I don't understand how they couldn't have sent tight ends over the middle. The Bills yeah. are basically like... Fournette's not getting four yards ever on a carry. Right. So if you want to throw, go ahead. Yeah. But it's not happening. Yeah. And then when we're down 3 nothing, when the Bills are up 3 nothing, I'm like, oh, my God, they have the better quarterback. They Is he, the, though? Tyrod Taylor coach. was terrible he's in that better. game. He's better. <laughs> better, no. better coach. I don't know if he's better. Pretty, he was terrible. Comparable defense. It, it was scary. And meanwhile, it, it's all Kelvin Benjamin. It's all that play. You know, not, not that he called it on this game, and Aikman doesn't say a lot of great, memorable things the last few years. Yeah. But – First and goal from the one, run the ball. Everybody just run the ball. I Everyone know. except the Patriots, just run the ball. You're right. gonna you're gonna get results probably. Especially that if way. you're Buffalo, run the ball. That pass interference call kicked them back. I'm like, they're gonna keep moving back. They're gonna miss this field goal. They finally got it to go ahead three nothing, but that was huge. McCoy was way better than I expected in that game. It took him a little I think they played him right. They weren't playing him all the time, but yeah. He he had that one big I just, run. Uh, I, I don't know. Injury recovery is just out, outrageous Angle. now. Yeah. And meanwhile, I couldn't walk on Monday. You said Fournette. The other side, Jacksonville's doing weird things. Like, uh, I think it was late in the third, second and ten at midfield. Fournette's out. They hand off to Grant, and then third and seven, they bring Fournette back in and a pass yeah. play to somebody out. Like, what are they? What are they doing? The worst thing I saw all weekend was Casey on that third and one when Tennessee had just everybody in the line mm-hmm. and they ran that little weird QB option with Alex Smith and he got oh, yeah. tackled for a minus three. Slam. Yeah. That was the worst play anyone's run all weekend. Right. I, I just don't understand how you have the whole season to prepare for a moment like that. Right. And you end up with a minus three. The, the reality is the AFC is terrible. We knew that. And somehow I talked myself into the favorites and we just been like, all these teams suck. I'm taking the points. Yeah. Chargers would have been more fun yesterday or Saturday. Chargers would have been more fun. I think uh, I'm trying to think. There's one other AFC team. Well, the Ravens, I, thought, I guess, but not Ravens. You think? Think. I think the Ravens would have been better than the Bills. Let me ask you this: If Alex Smith is playing for the Jaguars, are you a little nervous as a Patriots fan? Yeah, like, he might be gone next year. It might be Mahomes and like well, Jaguars need to keep up because you have Deshaun Watson and. Andrew Luck coming back in that division, and Bortles. They'll just this will just be a one and done year if if Bortles is still. So your choices are Alex Smith, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Um, who else? Cousins obviously a nice fit. Eli Manning maybe a long shot a little bit. 
I don't think the Giants give him up for Tom a year. Tom Coughlin, I think he's done. Yeah. Well, if, so if Watson never gets hurt, are the tech, the Texans are in one of those six sure six spots, and the point's been made. But you know, if they take him over Fournette, the the thing is, like, I didn't feel like Jacksonville's D was that great in that game. No, I think they're getting the great defense rap, and it's a very <laughs> good defense. I don't think it's a great defense. It, uh, Buffalo t- like had plays, guys were open, like runs were there. Yeah, they they, t- they were moving the ball a few over the middle. Guys oh, yeah. aren't putting their arms up, but yeah, they they bring pressure. But if you're gonna bring that pressure, you better get to Ty Taylor because he'll scramble for 13. So like, did they even get a turnover in that game? Uh, well, at the at the Nathan Peterman. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Taylor threw a pick, right? So I had a reader. Yeah, they both did. Yeah, I had a reader. That's right, Taylor did throw a pick. I had a reader email me that. Peterman, we have to name the Nathan Peterman hat trick, like the Gordie Howe hat trick, because yeah. he came in and in four plays he had a fumble, an interception, and an intentional ground. Oh wow, that's pretty that's good. Pretty good. That's the a new Nathan club. Peterman hat trick. That's a new club trillion <laughs> for football. It was and great. that was the worst fourth down conversion I think I've ever seen. It was yeah, fourth and three, and he scrambled and he he fumbled he, it out of bounds. When he went down, he still wasn't sure if he wanted to run with it. Can you imagine how scary it is to be just a backup quarterback hanging out watching oh, yeah. this final drive and all of a sudden you're in? Right. Yeah. Like, what the hell? I just sold the clipboard. That was a monster hit on Taylor. We saw some crazy was- hits yesterday, and Tate the Snakes, Cam Newton is not uh, took, took. I, I saw some plays like, how is he holding on to that ball? So that was the game of the day. Sure. I have no idea how the Saints didn't cover. Yeah. They gave up. McCaffrey's first big play of the entire season had no idea he had that in him, mm-hmm. but it was thirty-one nineteen. Uh, all we needed was the Saints to win in the in the tees. You did that tease, yeah. right? And then uh, Cam just kept coming back. I gotta say, I thought Cam was incredible in that great. game. He was great. He needs He's, a little help. He needs a little help. That yeah. Funchess is no. He's, he's either injured or doesn't. Feel like playing? I don't see what it is with him, but he's the best target if it's not Olsen, you know. And they're figuring out McCaffrey, but Jonathan Stewart, Tate, you're never gonna get four yards of carry out of that guy. No, he <laughs> he won't be on the team next year. No, I don't think. So. I think you're Mike Gillisley waiting to happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anything, anything. Yeah, we we talked about it. we said McCaffrey hopefully will move to the slot. I mean, he's a great receiver. Yeah, six catches, 101 yards. But I think they only give him like six carries or whatever, just because get tired or something. I don't know. I don't know what. My what favorite the point play is. was when Burson was wide open, running down the sidelines, and just fell down. Oh, like yeah. that summed up. And they were like, "He's been waved five times." Like yeah. I can see why the turf <laughs> just tackled him. But they had Olsen on one leg. They yeah. had Funches, who is just uh, all time trick or treat. Watch him. He's like. Head, calls for the trainers every time. Yeah, yeah, down. yeah. Uh, McCaffrey, who's kind of Alvin Kamara without the big plays, although he finally made one. Yeah. And then just a bunch of scrubs. And Cam just willed them into that. Cam's yeah. Cam's a little trick-or-treat too, but when he's on, he's... He was great. He is terrifying. He was so good in that game. I thought there was and a better chance... And he definitely got concussed. I thought there was a better chance Kelsey came back. And Kelsey looked like a a wounded, uh, like a, a newborn doe or right. whatever, but when he, when he stood up and it was, it was scary as shit. And I thought he would have a better chance than Cam Newton. I mean, the way his eye, he had an eye injury. His eyes were in the back of his head. How, how could they even yeah. tell he had a He got poked injury? in his eye even though he had a shield on. Oh man. That was a, a really embarrassing moment for the league. I tweeted yeah. about it a little last night. Um, I, I just, I don't know why you have a concussion protocol on spotters. If, 
this guy gets racked. He clearly got hit in the head. And then he's walking off the field and he, and he falls to the ground. Mm-hmm. And three minutes later, he's back in the field. I, don't, I just just stop. Like we're we're all gonna feel terrible about watching football, and yeah. that's fine. But don't don't try to pretend no. player safety is important because it's not. We know it's not. It's a fucking sham. And just stop. Oh man, no more concussion protocol. Get get rid of it. He was out of it. They added a rule a couple weeks ago that if you stumble or fall when you're leaving the field, you have to go to the locker room. Right. Cam's out there three minutes later. Right. It's right. embarrassing. Yeah, he didn't go to the locker room. I mean, ugh. Unless they bring the locker room a lot closer to the field. I don't know. It's just the only way out of it. <laughs> what? Did you think he was coming back, Tate? Yeah. I saw Well, they showed him on the sideline, and he was like, I'm good. And usually, you know. He wasn't good for about two nice. minutes. Yeah. He's like they say, so like bad. boxers, boxers get knocked out and two minutes later, they're congratulating everybody. Hey, yeah. oh, great fight. And like, that's how fast you can kind of regain your senses. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean it's right. No. But I just think we should get rid of and it. These guys know the, the risk now. If they want to come back in, fine. The NFL should absolve themselves of all whatever. Right. And just let's call this for what it is. Yeah, it's, literally show the guy signing the release on the sideline. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, re- I'm ready to play. Yeah, Cam's <laughs> going to be suing the league in 40 years because right. he's going to have CTE. And it's going to be because he went back in three minutes mm-hmm. after that injury. Well, I was worried. I'm like, oh, what's this hat going to look like? This post-game hat. He can't even get <sighs> it's his hat. backwards. Yeah, I don't know. But take all that said Michael Thomas was going to be tough at 131 yards. He's And you f- feel like he could have had a 15-yard seam route pass uh, every time. It was funny how they decided that the run, they were more worried about the run than the pass, basically. The Panthers. Yeah. yeah. They were like, we're, we're fine giving up 15, 20, 30, yeah. 40. You throw those. They killed the run. They killed it. It was like they wanted to have the ball back more mm-hmm. often than just have these nine-minute drives where they just beat the shit out of them. Right. Well, I didn't even think it was going to be close. They seemed they were happy to settle for a field goal every time. And I'm like, 21-9, 21-12. How are they ever going to get there? And then they just then the defense just, just stepped up. And, yeah. Uh, but I still take fourth, fourth and two. Is that the first field goal? Did you want him to go for? I think you make a statement there, right? Panthers on the road, zero zero. You're at the eight yard line or something. Yeah, especially if you're gonna miss the field goal. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, that was a problem. <laughs> yeah, and right. It was a, basically a fourteen point swing. Right. So they would have been up either seven zero. Kalen Clay should have caught that pass. Yeah, That's right. to to, to go minus three on a kick like that is tough. Terrible. That's bad. I uh, I didn't like what I saw from the Saints defense in that game. No, not great. I, even that last drive, Tate and I were talking about it before you got here. Third down after the intentional grounding, mm-hmm. Cam throws a perfect pass in the end zone of Funches. Yeah. And all Funches has to do is take one step to the left and Adjust. reach out Randy Moss style. Yeah. And that's a touchdown. And I can't believe he didn't even get his hands on it. It seemed like he could have adjusted. That was a touchdown. Well, that was an awesome pass. Or a pass interference or anything. That's a, That couldn't have been a better situation. Yeah. One last thing on the weekend. Wait, First did we of cover all, every game? We covered all four. Oh, we did. We did yeah. um, goodbye to John Gruden. Oh, another so another riveting performance by him. Mm-hmm. He said nothing. At one point, told us the Titans have all these great skill players, which yeah. I thought was hilarious. Bullshit! You would never. They'd have to give him two hundred million to coach the Titans. Refused to criticize the Chiefs for their play calling or anything that was going on in that game. Mm-hmm. Told us that Alex Smith was a Pro Bowler. Right. At one point, it's like, if he's a pro bowler, who are the three, which one of the top three is getting knocked out <laughs> and refused to acknowledge that he was taking the Raiders job, yeah, I know. which they immediately announced after the game. After, yeah. Just admit you have the job. And then Sean McDonough, I mean, I, I know Sean from Boston days. He's a nice guy. 
felt bad for him because he had no chemistry whatsoever with Gruden the whole year. Mm. It's like, make jokes, have fun with this. Tough. He's the Raiders coach. Say, like, hey, Joe, oh, you don't don't yell at that ref too much. You're going to be dealing with them in a ESPN's couple. ESPN's riding high. They, they had to tell everyone has to tell the line there. That that worker sham article, which which I, I, I we're going to talk about that. I stress sham because I think that was all set up by Robert Kraft. Oh, absolutely interesting. Well, what did we learn from it? You you read it. You like I don't care, right? You're like what do we know? You so so Belichick likes uh, Garoppolo, so nobody likes Guerrero, and Brady was unhelpful. What what did we really learn? We didn't learn anything. I did a podcast with Francesa about it Friday, and then I reread it Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. The first anecdote is all about how Brady yelled at McDaniel's. Yeah. And it just dramatically that, tells this whole story. That and then gets it's you like, in because that's something everyone. Yeah, saw. and then it's like yeah. insiders weren't surprised. It, yeah. it, it, it's this whole cause and effect like right. stretch that sure. he yelled at McDaniel's because this other stuff's going on. It's like, oh, maybe he just yelled at McDaniel's. We mm-hmm. have no idea. And then uh, I, I continue. I've thought about it all weekend. I've talked to people. Craft uh, has been belligerent and adamant. That they're, this, story, this part of the story is not true, that he told Belichick to trade Jimmy. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that he did. Well, then how I, does I it think, go down, though, I wonder? Like, I, I just It doesn't jibe with anything that's happened the last 17 years. There's so, no way he did that. No, so he just does it on his own, and he's, he's all right with it? So my theory that I espoused on Friday was that Belichick, the one thing we know is he hates distractions, mm-hmm. and he hates when anything messes with where he thinks the season should be going. And you have this situation with this 40-year-old QB who's who's too famous and is not really there that much. Mm. And then the backup who's really good, who wants to play, who's ready to be a starter, and he's buddies with all the offensive linemen and the receivers and all these guys, and he's kind of becoming the guy in the locker room. And Brady's like, that's my replacement right there. What if I get hurt? Are they going to shit-can me after the year? And there's this little bit of uneasiness about it. Then you throw in the Guerrero stuff, and I think Belichick just looked at it and said – we can't pay both of these guys next year, which they can't. Um, we They could have franchised Garoppolo and hoped to get first-round picks for him. Mm. But I just don't think he wanted to deal with it. I think he just cut his losses on it. Knowing that he's pick. only going to coach for a couple more years. Like, he's not he's not seeing the next guy anyway, probably. Well, that's the big, that's the big concern. Like if I hesitate to say this, but he's only 65, which right. really isn't that old for a coach. Like, he could do five more years. Well, but then, you bring it would, in, then it would make sense to keep Garoppolo. I don't know. I don't, for $20 million a year? Does he care? So they draft, let's say they draft the next guy or they trade for the next guy. Mm-hmm. You put him under the Brady, have Brady tutoring, and yeah. you think like he had three more years from Brady, and then mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, the Brady tutoring him thing, it doesn't seem to, to hold any water. But like, some of that stuff got refuted from the piece over the weekend. Yeah? Like that Garoppolo showed up at TB12. It's like, no, actually, he had a swipe card. He could go in whenever he wanted. Like, there yeah. was a lot of little stuff that just immediately got refuted. Yeah. I think it's not. I think it was nonsense anyway. I do. I really do. I, think I do one, think light one more fire under the Patriots' ass. Are you going to tell me that any team now is going to stay within 13 points? The Titans are going to stay within 13 and a half points now? The, the game after this article comes out? No I was way. saying to my dad, it's... For me, it's a good thing. Sure. Just knowing how this Patriot team loves distractions. Yeah. Right. It's a good thing. You know what else is a good thing? They get to play the Titans this weekend, <laughs> which we're going to talk about in a second. But first, if you're trying online dating, odds are you've run into lazy text messages, dead-end conversations, and random matches that don't turn into dates. Well, 
eHarmony is unlike many other online dating sites. They're built to help you find lasting, meaningful relationships with a more compatible match. They have helped over a million people find their perfect match using years and years of science, data, and psychological research to send you the right matches. There are plenty of hookup sites out there. eHarmony brings compatible people together. Right now, my listeners get a free month with eHarmony when they sign up for a three-month subscription. Enter my code BS at checkout. My nephew Kyle did it. And without giving away too many details, nephew Kyle says it works. Oh, yeah. Stop waiting and start your journey to a satisfying, meaningful relationship when you're ready to fall in love and have a meaningful relationship. There is one app that's built to bring you real love, eHarmony. Come see how eHarmony can change your life. Go to eHarmony.com. Get started. Enter my code BS at checkout. Four games. Round two. Usually there's a couple big spreads. Mm. Maybe one home dog. This feels like a typical round two. What game are you most excited about for the four? Uh, I think it would have to be Saints-Vikings. Bounty Gate rematch. Right. Bounty Gate rematch. Right. That's true. Week one rematch. Right. That was one of the seven Monday night games. Uh, I'm like you. I don't know if I like what I saw out of the Saints defense. They played hard. They they had some bone-crunching tackles and everything, but overall... uh, a good a good defense closes up double digits. Yeah. And we saw that. My fear with laying the nine with the Chiefs was that I knew their defense sucked, but I thought Titans the Titans offense would suck worse. Mm-hmm. Mariota, as bad as he is as a as from an accuracy standpoint, I mean, how many throws he had Corey Davis running down the sidelines that one time and literally overthrew him by nine yards. Yeah. Uh there was a for lot as of that inaccurate as he is, he's still kind of a gamer. Mm-hmm. He'll 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 make plays and he'll kind of hang around. And he turned out he sucked less than the Chiefs defense <laughs> against this Pats defense. I, I I feel the same issue potentially. I'm not sure if that if their defense is good enough to kind of close. So I'm sure it's a high line. I guessed. Would you guess oh, for yeah. Titans pass? Well, this is the second. This is a Saturday night game. Oh no! Well, let's do this one first, just because okay. I brought it up. I, I get said 15 and a half. Like I said, I think this article should have added two points to the spread. Uh, you said 14. It's, it opened at 13 and a half, still 13 and a half. So you get that. Because I think the defense, that's why. You think the defense the pay- isn't good enough, even if they're up 30 to nine with five minutes left. Mm-hmm. Tights could still get it a It could be 30 point. to 20. Yeah, it could be like 30 to 15 or something. Well. I will say, I. I I As our my, agent says, uh, if you're bet, betting the Titans there, I, w- I wish you a lot of luck. Well, <laughs> Malarkey was so bad in the first half of that KC game. I thought Tennessee did some good stuff in the second half. That was the most well-coached I've seen them. Yeah. A lot of the adjustments they made were really smart, and the stuff they were doing defensively was really smart. And they really was – once Kelsey was gone, they figured out, like, this team can't throw over the middle anymore. Oh, and uh, three points. I look, Kelsey's great, and he's perfect for that offense. And he's a he's a wide receiver who wants to go over the middle. Yeah, which which is rare. You know, I know he's a tight end, but he's basically a wide receiver. And uh, they need three points to win that game. Three points yeah. in the second half. That's it. I think it's almost impossible that the Titans can come back from eighteen on the road against any playoff. Yeah, team. shouldn't happen. It's pro- it's probably the only time we'll ever see anything like that. So I think they they have the we're happy to be here thing going right now just like the bills did this week and does andy dalton have to give all that money back now that the bills only scored three in the playoff game oh that's true <laughs> i didn't think of that good lord 
So a couple things worry me slightly. Yeah. Derrick Henry, I think, could... I'm still not totally sold on him as a good running back, but I think he could really... You're worried about that Ray, that uh, we don't have a lot of Ray size. Rice play in Foxborough. We don't have a lot of size, mm-hmm. and I do think like there's a recipe for the Titans to just ball control, forty seconds of play, mm-hmm. run, run, play action, run, run, Delaney Walker, run, run, and just ugly game. Like every time the Patriots have ever lost a playoff game, it's been that type of game. Tate, how much of this do I have to listen to? <laughs> <laughs> You know this is 34-13. Well, see, I don't think they're de- – I, th- I think we can throw in their defense. And I think until Kelsey went out of that game, mm-hmm. they had guys open all over the place, and then eventually they did the bow constrictor on them. Mm-hmm. Deion Lewis will be good. I think it'll be a little more high scoring than – I don't know. What's, what's the over? Over is 47. It's the highest one of the weekend. So the weather – it seems like it's going to be around 30. We'll get some good weather games, I think. Three out of four, yeah. Not too, not too cold, though. Because mm-hmm. I, th- I was looking at that Philly-Atlanta game. There's a weather threshold that I think would be bad for the Falcons. Right. I think if it goes 20 and under, but I don't know if it'll happen. Mm-hmm. So we can't tease that game. There, We can't really have fun with that game in any way. Titans, pa- Pats. Oh, what? Why? What do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> the Patriots are going to kill them. I'm going to have fun with it. You don't have to have fun with it. <laughs> what, what are you gonna do? I don't know. I'm gonna take it straight. I'm gonna tease it. <laughs> I'm telling you, Matt got You don't even have to make a video this week. I'm Patriots. That's a big. That's a win. <laughs> Dark Matt. <laughs> Dark Matt. Do we take anything away from last Saturday where the tease was so obvious that it's almost like you have to go the other way because there's no way everyone could win on gambling? Like Dave, our friend Dave Tooley wrote a sport for mm. VSIN.com. That's yeah. a gambling site. Yep. That the books were just terrified heading into Saturday. Yeah. They were like, we need an underdog to win. And they got we it right are, away. We're in major trouble here. Someone said something about how um, we have to bet every game because now there's 11 left once you get to the playoffs. But yeah. when you bet, even if you bet one of the Saturday games, that's betting half the games. That's like betting eight games on a regular <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> right. And we would never win betting eight games. But right. psychologically, we have to do it. And yeah, it, it bites you in the ass eventually. The whole week, I was like, I'm not putting money on this Chiefs-Titans game. I'm not. <laughs> you I'm are. Not you, doing you put a Twitter not poll up it. there. You're like, I need help. Not I don't know what this is. Out, keep me away from this. Yeah. And then Saturday morning rolls around. And you start getting excited. It's sure. the playoffs. It's like, ah, ah, ah. Right. Ah. <laughs> And then all of a sudden you're putting a bet. There's in. Andy Reid. Oh, uh, 21 3 at half. Come what on. What do we have? What's the early Saturday? Early game? Saturday, uh, 4 35 Eastern. Atlanta at Philly. Like you said, there could be weather. That's a good game. I like it too. People are chalking up a, a automatic win for the Falcons. Not sure about that. I've been I, on a roller coaster ride with this Falcons team because yeah. I believed in them midway through the year mm-hmm. and picked them a couple times and they came through. And then they hurt my feelings in one game. Then they came through again. Then there was another feelings hurt. The, what was that, at New Orleans? <laughs> Lots of feelings. The 2010 yeah, when they the had all those red zone plays and kept yeah. screwing up. And then they kind of rallied back again. And now it seems like they have their mojo again. I still don't trust them. Well, and, you nailed uh, this line. You said three. I said two and a half. You said Falcons by three. It is It is three. It's, a, it's three. If Wentz, is, if Wentz is playing this game over Foles, it's Eagles by six. Oh, uh, 
Yeah, maybe. That might be a little high. It was Rams by six. Yeah. Yeah, and look what happened. I think it's a nine-point swing for, Foles, from Wentz to Foles. Foles throws one interception. They could win a 17-14 game. From what we saw from Foles a couple weeks ago. I know. It's like he's starting from scratch. I almost don't know what, what you do if you're the coach. Like they, We saw it yesterday with the Jags. Mm-hmm. How do you instill confidence in your QB? Mm-hmm when he's having a nervous breakdown basically <laughs> what do you do at that point you can't throw outs right you don't want to throw over the middle because somebody's going to tip it you send him you don't the want to roll with the swipe card that's what you do <laughs> you basically you have play action and that's it and mm-hmm. then eventually the team figures out the play action and then what so the one thing I, I i don't understand why the teams don't do more is the 40 yard chuck down the field said the nervous energy just yeah. fucking wing it mm-hmm. i i didn't understand why they didn't do that with bortles Bortles, yeah. Just send dudes downfield and have Bortles wing it. If it gets picked, it's picked. At least it's like a punt. Seems like you get a call every three throws, like a pass interference or a holding call. How funny was it that they that they interviewed Bortles after that game? I didn't even stick around. I changed. Did they? Yeah, that oh, was, he was the Jaguar. There. He was the guy? Yeah. Blake. <laughs> yeah, you gritted that one out. It's like Blake, he had 90 yards passing. No pie to the face. No... Uh... <laughs> No, no whipped cream, nothing. No, no Gatorade, no Gatorade bath. Yeah, we didn't wait what for team anything. is he on next year? Uh, I don't know the CFL team. Arizona, well. yeah, Arizona. Tate, what team is? Does the Arena League have an Arizona team? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone will give him a shot. Why not Arizona? Sure. I think he's gonna stay in Jacksonville. I think he stays in Jacksonville. I do too. <laughs> Did he's he? The leading rusher. Can yeah. we really say he won a playoff game? Uh, Ten points at home against that frisky Bills defense. Well, that gave up thirty-seven. Should we go to that one Sunday, Jacksonville, Pittsburgh. That's your early Sunday. You don't want to talk about the Falcons one a little bit. Oh, all right, I, I just think that could be close. I do. I don't know. I think you know. Eventually, we're going to see the old Falcons, the old new old Falcons, where they score fourteen to twenty points. Who wins the NFC? Um, Vikings. Case Keenum, you're all in. Yeah. I still I have Vikings Patriots as my Super Bowl matchup. So you think the Vikings could host a home home Super Bowl? Yeah, I just can't see that happening. I feel like so, you throw in the Vikings DNA and, and mm-hmm. something bad is going to happen. Peter King wrote an interesting thing: the Saints could play there three times this year because they played in Minnesota first week. Oh. They play, yeah, this week. And oh, maybe, that's really maybe good. February fourth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Sunday. All right, Jacksonville or Pittsburgh. I said six and a half. I went way low. You said eight and a half. Started at eight and a half. You were good this week. It's at nine right now. Yeah, Bortles. They don't want you to tease that. I put an extra four points in because of Bortles. Yeah. Don't you think they're going to play a little better? Don't you think we're going to get zigzagged here? The team that doesn't. And remember, one of these buy teams is going to come out flat, offensively at least. Is there a chance? I wish Jacksonville's defense was a little bit better. I think in our heads we think it's this vaunted awesome mm. defense, and I don't know if it is. I think they had a, a really easy schedule, but against these good offenses, um, as the season went along, I don't think they're a dominant defense. No, but but Ty Taylor, I know you hate him, but the, he's not. Obviously, Roethlisberger is a better quarterback, but that might be a better matchup for Jacksonville. Doesn't, well, that doesn't move as much. I am a believer, and if you beat the team handily like that that it, you do have a lot of confidence i didn't realize that the titans won in kc last year that might have single-handedly swung my pick Titans because i changed it a hundred oh, times right. yeah they won in like week 15 last year in kc 
I do think there's something to that. Like when the Dolphins play the Pats in Miami, it they really seem like they think they can win every time. Bortles had you have who's Dallas's team like that? What that comes in and wins and there's a team that comes into Dallas that's always like we're very comfortable here. Uh, it might be your Panthers, Tate. Uh, yeah, because Cam's gonna end up in Dallas at some point. <laughs> sure. I think though, Blake had 95 yards passing against the Pittsburgh in Week Five. Yeah, in Week Five, like yesterday was bad too. But this could be another game where it could be close and have nothing to do with Blake Bortles. I I thought playoff Fournette was gonna show up in that game. Yeah. We haven't seen. Remember that? What was that week four, week five? He had one eighty-one rushing against. Was against it against Pitt. the Steelers, yeah, right? And sure, he had that yeah. one play when he challenged the safety and he just popped him. Mm-hmm. I. He doesn't seem like that anymore. No, he doesn't. I don't know whether he's nursing an injury or the season wore him down or whatever, but I don't see the same friskiness. From he him. said football was easy, didn't he? I thought he said in the beginning of the year football is so much easier than it. You thought. think Fournette's the same, Tate? <laughs> No, I think he said he was worn down. They said it on the broadcast, right? They said yeah. he, he said it was a really long season. He didn't know how long it was. <laughs> like, well, maybe you shouldn't have said it was easy. He didn't expect it to be this it's long. long with, season. Uh, with, I had no idea you played with, 16 games. I didn't know Jaguars are going to make it this far. <laughs> Come on. And, it, and on the flip side, Derrick Henry kind of fresh. Yeah. Because he didn't wasn't playing full yeah, time. Yeah, you're right. But well, are Mark, the Steelers the kind of team that scores 45 points? Uh, I, what Antonio Brown am I getting? Mm. It's interesting. Yeah, probably 70-80%. I don't know. I they have so many more offensive weapons. It's ridiculous. He's been training with Ocho Cinco. You guys didn't know that. Has he? Yeah. Oh, wow. So I'd say 60%. But another thing with this, is the Steelers defense kind of the slam the door shut level without Shazier? Yeah, no. Probably not. No, I don't think so. Yeah, this feels like a stay away. It's tough. I might tough not one. gamble on anything this weekend. Well, the last one we touched on a little bit. New Orleans at Minnesota. Again, you nailed it. Three and a half. Vikings are favored. I said three. Uh, yeah, this is a good one. This is the best one. So it's three or three and a half? Three and a half right now. Vikings 29-19 in week one. One thing I was thinking that maybe we should remember for next year, mm-hmm. that NFC South... It was basically a playoff game every week in December, and, and there was, was fun. there was kind of a conditioning slash seasoning. Mm-hmm. All those teams had tough schedules as the year went along. Atlanta was in a lot of big games and a lot of nationally televised games and things like that. Uh, New Orleans, like they're all playing each other. Right? Maybe there's something to that, like the the just playing each other all the time and the quality of play, and then you go into these playoffs and you can yeah kind of play up at that level. Yeah, two NFC South teams in the final eight is. is- I don't know if I would have thought that in the beginning of the year. Because I, you know, after the fact, I'm trying to think like, did I overrate the Rams? And they really didn't have that many tough games this year. You know, they had they were like the classic easy schedule team that, right? Whatever. And I, I think I'd, I might have overrated or underrated that one. But even their tough games were easy at Seattle. Right at Seattle, they Crushed them. they went into Tennessee and they won that one. Mm-hmm. Um, they had the Minnesota game that they stunk in. But I thought they were going to learn from that Minnesota game. Obviously not. Philly was tough. Yeah, Philly was tough. They they probably had four or five. But the the Saints, man, they've they've played a bunch of these now. Mm-hmm. Even early in the season, they started out with the Vikings and the Pats, week one, week two. Right. So yeah, I don't know the last time we had four on the dogs covering a weekend. 
I thought it happened two years ago. Did it? Two years I ago? I think it might have. What? All four? Well, the frustrating thing is when you pick the team right and they don't cover it. Because last year, last year, all 11 teams won and covered. Mm-hmm. And then the year before, like four of them won but didn't cover. And wow. Then, uh, Was it that? Yeah. All Hold right. on. Let's well, take a quick break. Hey, January means three things. Cold weather, the NFL playoffs, and The Bachelor. Oh, yeah. The Ringer Podcast Network has responded by spinning off Juliet Littman's Bachelor Party Podcast into its own feed. Every Monday night, right after the show ends on ABC, we post Juliet's breakdown of the latest episode. Like, right after. Oh, yeah. She may or may not get some screeners. Juliet's guests include former bachelors like Ben Higgins, former contestants like Ashley the Virgin, the ringer's Roger Sherman, and super fans like the sports gal, my wife. Oh, yeah. She's actually going to be on. We're t- this is running on a Monday. My wife is going to be on this week's bachelor party. You can listen to the, to the silky sounds of my wife's voice as she insults just about everybody on the show. It's the most amazing and dramatic podcast journey you will ever have. Tell the Bachelor super fan in your life to subscribe to Bachelor Party on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Art19, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. Jimmy Kimmel's wife, Molly, who's hilarious, is coming on uh, for next week's show. And a lot of good guests coming up. So yeah, Bachelor Party. Check it out. Subscribe right now. Is Pittsburgh, New England, Moneyline, Parlay a lock? No. No. I don't think the Pittsburgh one's a lock. All right. Well, first of all, do we have any idea when Antonio Brown comes back? Well, one in the week, you mean? No, just like, what are we getting from him? Oh. Are we getting like... Is he going to practice this week? Is he going to play Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Mm-hmm. Is he going to be 60%? Don't you feel like Martin Bryant and Juju Smith-Schuster are better than anything the Jaguars have to offer offensively? Like even Antonio Brown guess, but as they, a decoy, you still have to put like Ramsey on him or something? They still need their third and eight guy. Mm-hmm. They don't have. I don't think either of their tight ends are very dangerous. Mm-hmm. The crowd will get nervous right away. That's a crowd. That's, that's a nervous crowd. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Be good. I actually think three of these games could be decided in the fourth quarter. The one to make money on is Atlanta, Philly, and and probably Saints, Vikings too. If that line settles at three, but those three point lines, those are the ones. Like just you're saying, take the figure favorite. it out. No, just figure out which side you're on and go and go in on that. Yeah, it's tough to load up on foals, but I do like that Philly defense. Well, we we also have to wait to see uh, where everybody is. Where who's, everyone's betting? Yeah. Yeah. And what people are betting I don't see like You saw down. on Saturday that it was teases galore. Oh, right? everybody Teasers and parlays all over oh, the place. Oh, we're not even going to mention our uh, rest in peace Joe House, what he did on the, <laughs> the Chiefs. But yeah. But we, uncharacteristic uh, Joe House. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I, I almost intervened. Back. House of balls. <laughs> Chiefs money line. God bless you. Chiefs money line. What a terrible loss, though, for him. Ugh. That was so strange. He might have eaten himself to death. Have we figured out? We Do we have to him? call house? Can we all call house? Do you want to call house? Yeah, call house. Um, we're trying to figure out why you did the Chiefs money line bet. We just wanted to walk it through with you. I'm just happy pot. he still has a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, 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 the links I'm going to have to go to. I, you know, the first, the, the first search on Google this morning when I arrived at work was sperm donor. Unfortunately... <laughs> Can you bet on that? Unfortunately, I'm a little... Huh? Can you bet on your sperm donor? <laughs> Can we bet on your sperm? Well, 
you could, I think, I, I'm sure you can. Like, how many blanks? How many? You know, how many good hits? You know, how how lively are the guys? I think I'm outside the age range, though. Is the problem? Oh man. What? what? So I went, then I went over to blood. Blood is fine, but you can't give enough money for blood. I think blood is a better bet for you. You don't want your seed out there. Um, I don't know. I mean, who knows what I've been exposed to over the years. Listen, I went on four in my column this week, so I'm not one to judge. I just want to know your thought process. Andy Reid had lost five straight home playoff games, and we get a text from you like an hour before the game that you're in on the Chiefs' money line. Walk us through it. This is this is exactly the point. This is you. You you hit the nail on the head. Andy Reid had lost five previous playoff games, and in each of those instances, going back and looking at the history of, of his experience. It was my judgment that each and every time he was up against either a superior coach or a superior quarterback, this was the instance. There's always a regression, right? I believe in in in, in math. I believe in the, the laws of physics. This is a yeah. Kurt Goldsbury angle. Looking at it, at some point, he will win a playoff game. It was my firm conviction and belief that this was that point, that we'd finally reached the moment when he was going to, you know, break through. He had, uh, by all indications, the superior team and the superior uh, quarterback. And, you know, I think he's better than, than Malarkey. Um, the one thing that I will never forgive myself for is <laughs> at halftime. Answering the phone. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> this makes me happy. The, the thing I'll never forgive myself for is not sending a text at halftime. Yeah. Sal saying. What is the, the Andy Reid insurance right now? Because the money line at halftime had to have been incredible, right? Do, do you want me to even tell you? I mean, you're going to get sick if I tell you. Yeah. I, do you want to know? Tell me. I mean, I, I bet if I bet fifty bucks, I would have had the whole fucking thing covered. Well, not quite, but <laughs> it was it was it was fifteen to one odds. Oh, fifteen to one. Fifteen to uh, one. Right. So, Titans and uh, right. I, Easy way to cover. Easy way to cover. Easy, but still, I didn't have any reason uh, at, at halftime. The yeah. real, and this is it, I, I meant to text this, I just didn't have the heart because I was so disheartened. I got butt-fucked by Butker. This <laughs> Butker's motherfucking kick doesn't hit the goddamn fucking upright. I know. I would have been a winner. I know. I, that was my, but, 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 he was my fantasy MVP, Butker. I know. It's bad. Alyssa, let's not get on Alice's case. 2018. Off to, the, to a butt-fuck start. 21-3. <laughs> I was looking into throwing uh, a house of parade for doing the money line for the Chiefs. 21-3 at half. I think it's interesting. For, I, I have to tell a story. My son came in, and I'm watching the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he goes, is this Joe House's team? And I was like, no, no, he's he roots for the Redskins. It is and, today. And he goes, and he goes, they suck, right? And I'm like, well, no, the Redskins suck. The Chiefs are actually a little bit better. But I feel like he might have put the Maloik on you, house. Oh wow, he thought he thought it was your team. And then I, I take it on. I, I put it all on myself. Obviously, I did it. It was my my mistake. I've learned a lifelong lesson. Well, it was it was a double whammy for you because then you didn't join us on the. Uh, on the Jags and the and the Saints, Saints tees because mm-hmm. you were I, so scarred from Saturday. I know. That's it. I, I, mean, I learned the lesson. I felt like the karma gods told me something. 
Well, listen, Harry. Stay away. Sa- Harry from the degenerate degenerate trifecta. Um, the Indonesian Open is this weekend in golf. Yeah, <laughs> is it the, the, the Vietnam Open? <laughs> there was a tournament in Maui. How he was betting yesterday. So the, there was something uh, going on. The Hanoi yeah. Classic. Oh no, I know that tournament. I watched a shit ton of it. It's the first great tournament of the season. There you go. There's plenty of that. Yeah. Well, maybe there's some golf for you this weekend, House. <laughs> Oh, I don't think for one second I'm not going to try and win all that fucking money back by betting on golf. God damn it. <laughs> and by the way, Sal, yeah. please, I beg you, don't send me the update text on I the t- map. Of what, okay, I won't. All right. I, I can't handle it. I all can't right. handle it. All I right. know what the number is. I already know what the number Every is. Every Monday I try to check in, but that's okay. Listen, let's let the house get back to it. He has to put in overtime today. Yeah. All right. All right. Good house <laughs> with the blood and semen house. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> See, you, buddy. See you. Talk to you. Let's take one more break. Every BS podcast fan has heard me rave about FrameBridge. They make it super easy and affordable to custom frame your favorite things from art prints and posters to the photos on your phone. Go to FrameBridge.com, upload your photo from your computer or directly from your Instagram feed for them to print. If it's a physical item like ticket stubs, art prints, or posters, they'll provide secure prepaid, prepaid packaging so you can mail it back to them in for free. I've done this. It works. The expert team at FrameBridge will custom frame your item in days, deliver your finished piece directly to your door, ready to hang. The best part, instead of the hundreds you'd pay at a framing store, their prices start at $39, all shipping free. My listeners get 15% off their first order at FrameBridge.com by using my code BS. Remember, they have thousands of five-star reviews, and they even offer a happiness guarantee if for any reason you aren't 100% satisfied with your order. They will make it right. Frame your photos or art today. Go to framebridge.com and use promo code BS to save an additional 15% off your first order. What a deal. Framebridge.com, promo code BS. All right, we're back. We're going to do Parent Corner in a second, but I wanted to call my friend Hench, who you might remember from it's my friend the 25. Too. Yeah, yeah. Sal's friend too. I'm sorry. He was <laughs> your friend first. You remember? Oh, hey, buddy. What's up, Al? You remember Hedge from the 25 Greatest Patriots Win podcast in August that almost caused a riot yeah. on the internet. Um, Hedge. Which also led to our 50 greatest mistakes in the 25 Greatest Patriots. <laughs> it's true. hard to keep them straight. <laughs> yeah, it's true. We could, getting, getting big wins confused. Hedge, uh, give us your take quickly as an aggrieved Patriot fan on ESPN's Brady Belichick craft story. Well, I mean... It's so ridiculous. They, first of all, like why they take shots at Tom Brady for staying in shape and take shots at Alex Guerrero for keeping in shape. The, the cottage industry of ESPN just taking shots at the past. At this latest one, to me, would be like writing a story after John Wooden's 10th championship saying he's losing it. Like what? <laughs> they're the defending champs. And they're the number one seed. It's all falling apart, people. Can't you see it's coming apart? I mean, it's so ridiculous. I, 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 why anyone clicks on it is is just pathetic. What? I mean, ask any other friends. Like, who wants to? Who wouldn't switch places with us with all this turmoil between the owner and the coach and the quarterback? <laughs> Sal, your rebuttal. I, I think he's being sarcastic here. I really don't. <laughs> No, well, that which is why I think it's a fake. It's fake news. It's a it's a it's a made up article. Dude, the Patriots plan it. The Patriots yes. plan it to to get an us versus them mentality. Yes, that's yeah. all. Robert Kraft, one more one more fire under the ass. That's it. 
I don't think it's it was crafty. It's so nice that, that the Patriots don't give an S about any of that stuff. <laughs> yeah. They just prepare. They know that the game is won during the week, during preparation. Mm. You know, it's so funny when, when people were like, did, did they get James Harrison to get intel? The yeah. Steelers never do anything different against us. They just get <laughs> strafed every year. They run the same terrible defense, and Brady picks them apart. Hey, James Harrison, are they going to do nothing again? Are they going to? Are, are we going to destroy them again? Great, great, great. Just wanted to confirm that that Mike Tomlin's going to run up and down the sideline, pumping his fist and yelling while Bill Belichick prepares his team to win another championship. Fantastic. This you know, is a, lot, a lot of people hate Hench, but I hate him because he's right. I do. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's a nice, I, I did not hear this first part. Oh, yeah. What? Forget the first part. Yeah. Okay. Well, with that said, Hench has sent me between 100 and 175 emails about the Garoppolo trade over the last six weeks. You, you haven't handled that well, well Hench. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be bad because, as we've discussed, I think right around week eight next year, it's gonna be it's gonna be clear that we didn't get enough, and uh, Brian Hoyer is gonna be sitting there with the clipboard. It's gonna be rough. <laughs> That's all right. We we're... But we're playing with house money. We're playing with house yeah. money. I mean, I mean, let, let's face it. Aaron Rodgers, Joe, Joe House Matt money. Ryan, <laughs> that, there's none of Joe that. Joe House's money. There's, we're playing with Joe House money. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan, and Russell Wilson combined will not win as many Super Bowls as Tom Brady. It's yeah. ridiculous. This is great. I feel. I feel. Oh, well, I'm so glad you feel, feel better. Hench. Yeah, I feel better now. <laughs> this is great. Hench, I needed this confidence. Simmons is uh, concerned about the 13 and a half point spread, and that it's. I think it should be 130 and a half. Is he concerned that Derrick Henry is bigger than all of our defensive players? <laughs> I, I made that point earlier. Yeah. I was like, we're, we're a little undersized. Yeah, so what? It is, it is, it is, it is, that is a little scary. Wait but, a second. Uh, if, 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 Al, if Alan Branch doesn't play, I think he actually might be bigger than our front, anyone on our front seven. <laughs> Derrick Henry would start at nose guard for the Pats. <laughs> uh, all right, now, listen. Hey, did you guys already cover the terrible officiating? Yeah, we well, got we into that a little bit. We didn't bit. 100% cover it. Do you have any thoughts? <laughs> well, I just love that, like, you know, if you count forward progress like a fly hitting the windshield, like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course, technically forward progress is stopped in a nanosecond. Mm. Uh, that the idea that they just moved on from that fumble right. in the Titans-Chiefs game, which, by the way, was the whole game, definitely – Definitely the whole game. Uh, they just kind of moved on. Yeah, forward progress stopped. Okay, moving on. Yeah. That, and, and then and then they they know they effed that up so horribly that later in the game, while Derrick Henry is lying on his back for 15 seconds, yeah, while Marcus angels. Peters works at the ball, they're like, nobody blow the whistle, don't blow the whistle. <laughs> yeah. That... And then Derrick Johnson has to run 55 yards and then get back and make a play because no one blew the whistle anyway. Right. I thought uh, I thought it was pretty telling that they made the Jeff Triplett immediately retire after the game. You know you've done a really especially horrible job. I've never yeah. seen that before. Not even in the well, NBA where we've had some of the worst refing of all time. 12 years too late. Yeah, nobody's yeah. ever made a ref retire within 24 hours. Mm. That is the that is the coldest a ref has ever physically visibly appeared. Like he would make a call in his mouth, he couldn't really form the words. So, you know, he was like, forward progress. Okay, let's keep this clock running. Come on. And then, uh, and then you guys, uh, this is, by the way, we, we, this happens every year. This is every 
year, every week. Fourth and 57, quarterback throws it as far as he can. Hey, DB, make sure you catch it. Don't knock oh, it down. No. Yeah. God forbid you knock it down and get the ball 20 yards further upfield. They I... never, they never do it. Well... They never just bat it down with two hands and take the ball where they should get the ball. Tate, this Sean is your Payton guy. should have been punished. Yeah. John Payton should have been punished he, for that. He really <laughs> did luck out. And, yeah, and it was one of those interceptions, Hench, that, it, okay, I could see if you think you could return it 20, 30 yards, right. but he's flying. Right. That's a diving catch where he's not going to – that's it. He's, he's got no more yards than where, where he is right there. And the fact that they didn't review that, that doesn't survive the surviving the ground challenge oh, for no. sure. Yeah, in a year – in a year where if you did not successfully carry the ball to the mantle above your fireplace, mm-hmm. it was an incomplete pass. Right. How that just moved right on. Yeah. We're going to mark it right here. And it's completely insane. I guarantee, oh, guarantee he gets a $15,000 bonus for that interception. Somewhere in his contract. Playoff yeah, interception. Yeah. Sure. Sal, we, we didn't even talk about Peyton going for it on fourth and two. Yeah. was... Lucky One of the most of inexplicable things I can remember. Well, the run on third and two, and then going for it. Yeah, I, I thought they but were which kidding. Was, which was better? Which was a better play call? That weird fourth and two, rolling the pocket yeah. to hail mary, or the Chiefs third and two, yeah, like Alex uh, Smith, uh, Alex Smith jogging to the right. <laughs> like, such an apocalyptic disaster. It's worked all year. It's all worked all year. Oh, my God. You don't think that play should have worked against a nine-man line that was dying to attack it? Oh, my God. What are you doing? Uh, Meanwhile, I was was, uh, heartened after my terrible CFL season to to see the numbers. You guys put up over the weekend. Yeah, we have we have this playoff thing. We go head to head. It's a picks pool the whole year. Yeah, I was like fifty games over five hundred. I went zero and five we in the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, you were both zero yeah. five. Yeah, yeah. It was there were four debacle. games and you guys went zero and five. That tells you how bad you were. Yeah, we lost the Alabama game and hasn't been played yet. <laughs> Hench, always a pleasure. To talk to you soon. All right, my brothers. I'll see you soon. See All you right. guys. See, you were scared about calling Hatch. I know. It was like the Pulp Fiction Tarantino injection of He's whatever right. into the chest scene. Right. And now you're, now you're up on the pats again. Yeah. Well, sort of. <laughs> let's, uh, quickly, let's talk about Golden Globes. Did yeah. you learn anything for the Oscars? Uh, we're about well, ready to do like a big Oscar prop bet. Yeah, thingy. this is going to be big. I have uh, Well, that's, it's a good indicator over the years, the Golden Globes winners versus, uh, you know, you could see who you get a good odds on the Oscars, but I don't know. I like uh, Guillermo del Toro. What else do we like? Well, the thing with the Golden Globe, sometimes it gets reactionary to whatever the, the mood of the year in Hollywood is. Right. And this year was clearly the mood was a certain way. And a lot of the award winners were. So I don't, I don't know what to make it. I that. didn't notice a certain mood. There was a mood. I that... noticed a mood. <laughs> I really did. Uh, I will say our, our, uh, our cousin, Jimmy, Watching Seth, getting to watch Seth Meyers be the stuntman for basically <laughs> what the room's going to be like for those things. Right. The one thing we learned is Harvey Weinstein, the room's going to die. Off the The table. moment his name gets mentioned, yeah. I think it's a combination of just nervousness and then also um, nobody wants the camera cutting to them laughing. Right, right. Right after like, so everyone just clams up and you could feel it for that and Woody Allen. Those were the two touch 
touchstone yeah. names that mm-hmm. you just feel everybody's sphincters clinch. Yeah, this is going to be which this means is Jimmy be a tough will go one. all in on those names. This trying is, to get a how reaction. much uh, does our agent James Baby Doll Dixon get for uh, leaving Jimmy unprotected hosting the Oscars this year? <laughs> is this? I no, I think it, by the time the Oscars rolls around, I think it'll be. I hope so. I hope it's. I mean, yet last night was supposed to be the fun one, right? The Golden Globes. Everyone's uh, everyone's lit on Chablis, <laughs> you know, and it was such a serious tone. Like, oh, man. Yeah. But Oprah's running for president, so. I can't find the Oscar ads. Uh, Oprah was spectacular. Well, there's no Oscar. They, the nominees haven't come out. It's January 23rd, I think, or something. But I thought they put the odds out ahead of time. No? I think they wait for the nominees. All right. Yeah. Parent Corner, yeah. you want to go first? I'll go first, because I think I need your help with this one. So... Your daughter plays soccer. Yeah. You're there six times a week in terrible cities in California, all over yeah, the map. like five. Yeah. And uh, my son plays basketball, and uh, he's a really good defender, doesn't screw up, selfless to a point. Like, he'll get the ball in the paint, and he will – I've seen him dribble, and he could dribble, but passes it off, and they lost a close game because I think because he doesn't go to the hoop. And um, so when, after the coach meets with the team afterwards for a few minutes after the game, from that point to when you get home, where do you start talking about what you should have done? Like, I'm trying to be a good dad. Oh, that's a great question. Not that it's a bad dad. Like, the parlay kid, he has five kids, and he'll go like a week without talking to his kids if they miss a free throw. You know, like, I know that's not right. So, but but also, you know. Play hard. You're out there once a week. Play hard. So, yeah. what what do you say? When when from post game to home do you bring it up? It's a great question. I battled with this a lot over the years. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I'd like to know how long the drive was. Seven minutes. You don't bring it up then. Not at all. You wait till later. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We weren't at the car yet. <laughs> <laughs> We're walking to the car. I was like, Arch, you have to have to take it to the hoop you have these these extra passes it's it's driving me absolutely crazy be aggressive be aggressive please i know you could do it just get fouled get to the line that's all this team needs and this is you know and I, but i did say good game in front of the coach i was like oh good game i saw some things i liked you know that was great and everything and i uh and i say this to him and he's exhausted too because it's the first game of the year he's not really in shape for it and he looks at me he's like what do you care you were watching the chiefs game on your phone <laughs> which is not a lie it's not a lie but i was i could watch both you could do both wow. right i have the chiefs that's incredible i the time it was 21 not i was like they were coming back i couldn't just put it down i had to watch both and then i had to explain to him i was like listen your inheritance is a lot less if these money line parlays keep yeah, losing yeah. this is so, important. yes do i you do realize need, how much joe house has on yes, the chiefs even more important than you taking the ball to the hoop is me uh, hitting the first leg of this uh, money line parlay, and then I think he understood. But I, I am like seriously, like, can, wh- when do you do it? What what do you do? You ever say anything? So you, first of all, you have to put yourself in their shoes, mm-hmm. especially if you've had the conversations before and they know they didn't do stuff right. The last yeah. thing they want to do is talk about it in the car, which it took me a couple years to learn. With that said. We had a game in uh, Palm Springs once against Palm Springs a couple months ago against this really good team that was like kind of our biggest game of the regular season, my daughter's soccer team. Mm-hmm. And she, like every six months, she'll go in a funk for like three, four weeks. And she was in one of our confidence funks. 
And she didn't play well. I could tell before the game she was chewing her nails. I'm like, what the fuck is she nervous for? This is yeah. So she didn't play well, and um, I think he took her out for like the last 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was just, I was so mad that she was like nervous for this game. It's like, how many times do we have to go through these emotional roller coaster funks? So we right. get in the car. And now we have to drive all the way back to LA. And I'm like, I'm not going to talk about this game. I'm just going to put football on and drive through. Right. And we're driving, we're driving. I'm not talking about the game. She falls asleep. And like about the hour mark, I'm like, I got to bring this up. So she wakes up, <laughs> wakes up from that. She's like, how far away are we? I'm like, why were you more aggressive? It's <laughs> <laughs> like the longer you're in the car, it, yeah, uh, yeah, it just gets worse up. and worse. Yeah. yeah. The, the thing you have to remember is they're just little people that with not fully formed brains yet. And, and the weirdest thing can throw them off. And it also doesn't matter. It doesn't, right? It doesn't. No matter. one's playing pro. No, no one's playing yeah. pro. But, but you, to be aggressive, I think, is always a good thing. Sure, to, be aggressive. I'm also yeah. paying three hundred dollars so you can play basketball. Wear shorts <laughs> once a week and play basketball. And not be nervous. Yeah. That's the thing. It's right. like what's the bit worst thing that's gonna happen? Right. Your team loses. You'll be right. fine. Yeah. I'm watching the football game anyway. It doesn't matter. I have a parent <laughs> corner update uh about the Logan Paul situation. Oh, let's hear it. That's uh, You've turned the corner. You're a big Logan Paul fan now. It's been a, a very polarizing subject in the elementary schools. Has it? Um, my daughter unfollowed him. Really? On, uh, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And um, has a couple friends in her life who have also gone the other way and been like, we should support him. He made a mistake. He admitted wow. it. So there's been like real dialogue about mm-hmm. right around. My son's all in. He's, he's supporting the low gang to the, <laughs> to, uh, to the bitter end. The Lo- Logan Paul took a little break from everything uh-huh. to kind of reevaluate things. So that's where that stands. Um, oh, man, I hesitate to do this one. My, uh, my parent corner, I, I, this is the first time I've ever actually have to hold off from the parent corner I want to do. Yeah. We really need a sponsor. If we have like a full-fledged sponsor, <laughs> I would go all in Then on it'll be worth corner. it for your son to hate you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we get $75 son, a week. <laughs> that my son has his girlfriend and I, and I have, he's, he's 10 years old and it's unbelievable. And my wife's really upset about it. And, uh, but that's not the, uh, that's not the one I would do. Um, so I'll do this one. <laughs> Fridays in my, my daughter's school mm-hmm. is, um, Free dress day, yeah. They your son's school every. They don't have to wear like a shirt no. every day or anything. Right? No, not every day. But Friday they usually wear the school shirt or something. Yeah. So Fridays are free dress day, mm-hmm. and now everyone's in the seventh grade, and it's turned into like the most important day of the week. Right. And everybody's got their outfits ready, and they're on Instagram or text, like texting back and forth, sending pictures. Mm-hmm. What's what are you wearing? Two two of her friends wear the same shirt. Is this too tight? Wow. This whole thing, and it's like four hours a night on Thursday nights about <laughs> what free dress day is going to be. Yeah. And uh, and I'm just not ready for the next seven years. <laughs> <laughs> four hours for you free somehow dress had day. three sons. You motherfucker. That's the way to do it. Yeah. You motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I have. I have a. Uh, just changes going on. And then in the morning, the next day, my wife being upset and there's yelling at seven 15 in the morning, just mm-hmm. screaming matches. You should and, get free uh, dress day sponsored. She got a free, new outfit free. every week. You wouldn't have to worry about it. Well, she, she's actually pretty low key compared to some of the other yeah. children. 
Right. But I just can't believe seventh grade. It's like it it's it's like going from preseason to the playoffs. Yeah. Right. Where it's bizarre. Yeah, all of a sudden people are five six. They've hit puberty. They're mm-hmm. wearing clothes that like she's wearing stuff that my you know from my wife's closet. I'm like, what is going on? Wow. Yeah, just kill me. That's my parent <laughs> card this week. Just shoot me there. Make sure she doesn't date Logan Paul. It'll be fine. <laughs> I was really proud of her that she was upset about the Logan Paul thing. Yeah, good for her. Yeah, it was good. Uh, man, I really wish I could do the parent card. Next I week, to think, do. think about it for next week. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> what do you got to plug? I don't know. Against all odds, this Wednesday night, Tate will be there. Divisional round, best bets. We're going to have some props for you. And on Jimmy Kimmel Live, Meryl Streep and Jason Ritter, the very overrated Meryl Streep, will be on our program. Meryl Streep. When are, when are people going to catch on to her? Yeah. Um, okay, so we're coming back a week from now with winners. We're going to be celebrating. That'll be nice. We're going 4 0 this weekend. Let's do it. Let's yeah. really do it. I'm sticking to my guns. I feel like my system works. We've watched a lot of football this year. We have good feel for teams. Mm-hmm. We can't get flustered by just one bad weekend. We're coming back. I like it. Rest Plus, in like, peace, Joe House. Our big T's our big T's won this week. Yeah. All right. Just double up if you lose. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks to ZipRecruiter. It's the smartest way to hire. My listeners can try it for free at ziprecruiter.com slash BS. Thanks to Simply Safe. Studies show that security systems deter burglars at a rate of 90%. Simply Safe's 24 7 award winning protection is just $14.99 a month. No contracts or hidden fees, so you can start or cancel service when it works for you. Now, that is a smart investment for the home security I trust to recommend. Go to simplysafebs.com today. That is Simply Safe with two eyes. Thanks to Bachelor Party. Listen to Juliet Lippman's latest podcast on Monday night, tonight, with my wife, the sports gal, right after The Bachelor ends on ABC. Subscribe to Bachelor Party or on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get podcasts. Thanks to my son. Um, I'm really glad I didn't do that parent corner because at some point in our life, you know what's really scary? Our kids are going to take care of us someday. Yeah, they'll I take feel like care every of us. Slight right. they'll remember, right? Yeah. Like you did that Kirk Douglas stage last night at the Golden Globes. Oh, like I think my son would just wheel me off the we're gonna stage. Have, we're going to have tubes in our mouths and they're going to have their arms folded just replaying the parent corner stuff. <laughs> replaying the parent corner, <laughs> how you watch the Chiefs game during yeah. your son's basketball. Sal, <laughs> uh, so good job by you. Good job by you.